listening to the $100 MBA show, insightful business lessons delivered on the daily every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company I started with my co-founder back in 2014. And today's episode is Q&A Wednesday. On Q&A Wednesday, we answer a question from one of you, one of our listeners. If you got a question you want to ask, just email me over at omar at 100mba.net. Today's question is from Brad. And Brad asks, hey, Omar, love the podcast. Would love your help with this question on Q&A Wednesday. I hate customer support. Should I consider hiring a customer support manager to take care of support and start growing a support team. Would love your insights. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Brad, for the question. Hey is a very strong word, and it sounds like you really do not enjoy dealing with customer support tickets, emails, chat, whatever it may be. In today's lesson, we're going to go a little deep. Let's explore why. Why do you hate it? And if your reasons are valid, how to start outsourcing this job to somebody else. If you absolutely hate something in your business, you need to take a look at it closely to make sure you're not missing something. You're not doing something wrong in the process. Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Start Your First Online Business, my all new 10-part audio course on Himalaya Learning. This is a course that's going to get you from zero to one. It's going to get you from thinking about your business to actually launching that business, getting it out of your head and into the real world. We cover things like validating your idea, creating your first product, pricing it, marketing it, financing your business, even creating your business website and more. Check it out at Himalaya.com slash MBA and use code MBA to get a 14-day free trial. Again, that's Himalaya.com slash MBA, promo code MBA. It's important as a business owner to know what you like and dislike to do inside your business. Some things are just going to light you up. Some things you're going to enjoy doing. For me, I love teaching. I love doing webinars. I love doing this podcast. I love product work. And there are some areas in my day-to-day that I don't love as much, but hate If I come across something I hate, I really have my radar up. You got to take a close look at why you hate it. What's wrong with this situation, especially when it comes to customer support. If you absolutely do not like speaking to your customers, we have a serious problem here. This means you're serving an audience that you just simply don't enjoy, don't like. And it's going to be really hard for you to serve this audience for the long term. I know this firsthand. I had a business where I just was not passionate about solving my customers' problems. I saw a business opportunity and went for it. I'm referring to my clothing line back in the day, over a decade old now. Taking a close look at something that you hate is important because you want to find out where is the friction here? Listen, I have answered customer support tickets for years. I still do on occasion. but. The vast majority of my support tickets are pretty pleasant. I like talking to my customers and figuring out how I can help them. But it wasn't always like this. When we first started Webinar Ninja back in 2014, you know, we had a lot of teething problems. We were trying to solve a few issues. This is natural for any software company. So maybe this is a warning for you to improve your product. 
Maybe your customers are just upset because they're not getting what they're expecting. I experienced this in the first few months of Webinar Ninja's journey back in 2014, and it was all hands on deck. Let's get this product where it needs to be so that when customers write in, they're happy. And they're just asking questions on how they can get the most out of it. If after you explored why you hate something and you just simply rather do something else and you just use the word hate because you would prefer to do something else, then it's totally okay for you to find somebody to do that job. I do want to tell you though that a customer support agent, somebody that answers tickets is not necessarily the best manager. Management is a skill in itself and somebody who's great at customer support could be wonderful with your customers, but not so good with managing other support agents. So my advice to you is to actually just hire your first agent. Hire somebody to take care of the things that you don't want to do. Uh, and if there's a decision that needs to be made, you can make it. Those things are one-offs and it's not that common and you're not in the weeds within support conversations. So hiring an agent is a good idea. Now, when you hire a first agent, my recommendation is have them document their job, the tasks they do, how they do it, because they can train the next hire and the next. Having a standard operating procedure for all your jobs, all your positions is really important because this is going to allow your new team members to follow a playbook and can easily start their job with success. Once you have a few agents under your belt and you've been managing them for a while, you might want to then look for a manager to manage them. Now, you might find somebody within your team, those uh, agents that you hire that have management and will really suit the job, and you can promote them and then hire another agent to replace them. Either way, it's better for you to have some momentum, build some culture in your customer support team. You'll be doing the managing for the moment, and then from there, you can hire a manager. Obviously, a lot of this is contingent on your cash flow, your salary cap within your business, more about salary cap later in a future episode. But the point here is that you want to make sure you're not over hiring. You want to make sure that you're hiring just enough to cover your needs. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Webinars. We know how well they work to generate new business for coaches, consultants, and other creators. We know that online marketing is 10 times more powerful when you add webinars to your campaigns. But what's the right platform to use? What's the easiest? Which platforms can integrate webinars seamlessly into the rest of your marketing infrastructure and do it all at the right price? Take a look at our very own Webinar Ninja, the user-friendliest webinar platform ever. Create live, automated, series, and hybrid webinars. Make them free or charge for valuable lessons. Send automated emails to promote your webinar and follow up for more conversions. Showcase your unique value and do it all without the hassle and stress of navigating pain-in-the-butt software. Try Webinar Ninja absolutely free at WebinarNinja.com and see just how easy and powerful webinars can be. That's WebinarNinja.com for a 14-day risk-free trial. To wrap up today's lesson, custom support is one of those hidden ways where you can grow and excel and beat out the competition in your market. Customers will come for your product or service, but they'll stay for the care they get from customer support. Customer support is a retention tool, is a way to get your customers to stay customers, be happy, and continue to buy from you. This is why it's critical to make sure whoever's in that job takes it with pride and sees the significance of that job for what it is. Thanks so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. If you love what you hear, hit subscribe so you don't miss a beat. 
Thanks, Brad, for asking today's Q&A Wednesday's question. If you have a question you want to ask, email me over at omar at 100mba.net, and I'll make sure to answer right here on Q&A Wednesday. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. When I started many of my businesses, I didn't have much money in the beginning. I had to do every job. I had to do things I liked, didn't like, even hated, because I just simply couldn't afford to find somebody to do it. But in the process, I learned how to do the job. I learned what's important, what's not. I documented those processes so when I was ready to hire, it was easy for me to put up a job description because I know exactly what the job entailed and what we needed. So there are some advantages to not being able to hire at the start. Thanks so much for listening and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.